forever. Dog. Red leather. Eddie Murphy was homophobic. Mm -hmm. Red leather. Eddie Murphy said horrible things about Mm -hmm. gay people. (laughs) These are you. Those are your vocal exercises? No, I was just thinking out loud. Okay. I'm going to do mine now. Okay. Sully Sullenberger landed a plane in the water in the Hudson River. Sully Sullenberger landed a plane in the Hudson River. I imagine if I was on that plane that landed in the Hudson, I'd be like, uh, I'd still be just like, yeah, my stuff is all going to get all wet. <laughs> I'd still be like, be like everybody survived. I'd be like, no, 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 that's cool. Everybody, of course, we're all alive. It's amazing. But my stuff is is going to be wet, right? Right. And they're I like, would, yeah, yeah, everyone's stuff is ruined. Oh, man. And you wouldn't let me grab my laptop from the overhead compartment as we're uh, as we're disem- uh, <laughs> disembarking this disembarking. plane. It's like, yes, yeah, so the plane's in a river, sir. Oh, no, no. I know it's in a river. I'm glad we're all alive. 100%. No one died. It's amazing. But my laptop. Adam Curry was angry that his laptop was soggy. After Sully Sullenberger landed a plane into the Hudson River. I think I might end up, I probably might have ended up in an argument with Sully Sullenberger on the wing of the plane still. Like, just like, so I can't go back in and get my bag. So my laptop's just ruined now. (laughs) It's just ruined. So I lose the work I had done. I would have been a goose activist. And I would have said, mm-hmm. what did you do to the, are the geese okay? I'd say the geese are okay, right? But uh, every, he'll, be, he'll be like, everyone's alive, inclu- including the geese. Including the geese, right? There were two. It was a husband and wife. He'll be like, well, no, maybe they shouldn't have flown. They, they, flew they were celebrating the- their anniversary by doing what they always do. Yeah. Sully Sullenberger. Do you think he got the nickname Sully because his last name was Sullenberger? No, I think he was very sullen until he landed the plane on the Hudson and then his wife started giving it up. That's what remember I when she was saying they were having I can't even say it out loud, I'm gonna throw up. Remember what they what she said? She said they were having H S. Remember? H S. What'd you say? H S. Hands. They were having H S. Hands. She was going sex. around telling people this. Not hand sex. No. Hero sex. Ew. I know. Can't you just have regular schlub sex like the rest of us slobs? What does that mean? Does Sully go? Yeah, it <laughs> like, comes in like the Hulk. 
He's all painted green. He flexes his biceps. Then he like flies on top of her like he's Superman and then just like, oh, yeah, he just (laughs) passes out on top of her for a couple hours. I'm a hero. Comes in dressed like Thor. (laughs) I would like hero. My version of hero sex is going to town on a submarine sandwich. Well, you you. We didn't discuss my Jersey Mike's No, text. we didn't discuss the message I got from you last week. <laughs> you didn't respond to <laughs> No, I, I'm still figuring out a response to it. This is not, and us talking about it now is still not the response to it. This is me. This is me. I'm writing my response to the voicemail you left me. Oh, I left a voicemail? It wasn't a text? Didn't you leave a voicemail? <laughs> oh, no, don't say that you kept it and please don't play it right now. Are you about to do that? I'm looking. I might not have. I know it was a, it was, whatever it was, it was a cry for help. It was one of those messages. (laughs) It was, it was, um, five seconds long. Like I look and I'm just like, oh, maybe that's a pocket, or maybe like you see a message from a friend and it's when it's like six seconds long, a voicemail, you assume they're just going Uh like, Hey, it's Tom. Just seeing if you're around. Yeah, give me a call whenever. But like, <laughs> or that's they usually forgot what... to, or they hung up, or they forgot to hang yeah, up in or time. To... Or your message was like eight seconds long, <laughs> and you go, Tom, <laughs> I just ate Jersey Mike's. I don't feel good, and that was the message. Was you just went, Tom? <laughs> I just ate Jersey Mike's. What would and you have I done? Feel good. No, I would have done the same thing. I just didn't eat Jersey Mike's, which. But which if you had, what would you have? I, who do you, you. call? What I do you do? I don't you. know. I, I don't. I didn't. I don't know the protocol. Mm-hmm. No, I would have called you. <laughs> you didn't pick up. I didn't pick. No, I didn't. Well, I just. Uh, we need a code. I need to like text you nine one one or something. That'll be the Jersey Mike's. Yeah. Um, smoke if, signal for help. If you looked out on the New York skyline, because Julie Klausner, you're from New York, and Brad, are we recording? I'm recording. Uh, yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're recording. Okay. I'm not sure how anything works in this new setup. New studio. The new studio. St- so new to studio, speak. new set, table. You got to see this table. Julie. I can't wait to deface it with the names oh. of comedians. I think this is what happens because people may not know that at another rival podcast network, they have a wooden table yeah. that is just marked up with Sharpies mm-hmm. of autographs, signatures yeah. yep. of every Tom, Dick and Harry that ever walked mm-hmm. through that yeah. barnyard. Well, and, and now Forever Dog has a wooden table that's undefaced, right? It's clean. It's, it's clean new. until today because here we go. Oh, my goodness. What are you about to do to hey, it? you going to carve a pentagram uh, Tom, maybe we it? should talk about this before you. Okay. Just anarchy. Sa- anarchy. <laughs> Wait, Brett, do you know about this? I'm a wacky comedian. Oh, no. Tom, in Sharpie? Sharpie? Or in Blood? Well, that looks stupid. It looks stupid just seeing. It looks my... like a dark table. Does it even take the ink? Oh, it took the ink. Yeah, it looks. It looks pretty good. It's a little faded. Uh, like it's it's it's, it's definitely absorbing. Uh, black sharpie on brown is not ideal. We'll probably have to toss this table at some point. Can you, Tom? Can you just draw like a square around it and then write "Don't 
do this and then an arrow towards the signature. Well, no. I do feel a little stupid with just my signature on the table alone. So yeah, maybe add some. Uh, maybe I mean this might be good for us. Maybe add some celebrity signatures well, on no, there. No, that's what I'm. Okay. Just gonna, let's see. What's up, gang? Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Okay. Who else? Think uh, big. Think big. Think big. Uh, oh, Robert Loja. All right. All right. All right. McConaughey. That's cool. That's cool. table looks like it's me, Ben Schwartz, and Matthew McConaughey have been at this table so far. I can't spell Matthew McConaughey. Can you spell that? Off I just the top wrote. Of your head? I just wrote. Uh, I just wrote Matt MC. I feel like that could be anyone from Super Ego. That's well, a good one to write here. Super Ego in the house. The hizzy. Let's see. Uh, let's. I got to do like a nice table. Dinks. Wonder where you got the idea for everyone to sign it. Scotty Ox. God. Just so there's a, so you got an Aukerman on here now. Ben okay. Schwartz, Matthew McConaughey. Um, one out of three ain't bad. Cause one out of three, three ain't, ain't bad. bad. I want you. I want you. I need you. I need you. But there ain't no, ain't no way, way I'm, I'm ever, ever gonna, gonna love you. you. So don't be sad. Don't be sad. Cause, Cause two, two out, out of three, three ain't, ain't bad. bad. That's one of my karaoke go-tos. It's a good one. It is. Well, you'll never find, find your gold you'll on never a drill for oil on a sandy beach. Yeah. I know you're looking for, for a, a ruby in a mountain, mountain of rocks. But there but ain't, there no, ain't Coupe no Coupe de Ville. Hiding at the bottom of a cracker jack box. Dun, 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 dun. Well, now we'll see if uh, this new forever dog will pay for that. Actually pay for the licensing of a meatloaf song. Um, I guess we should just say officially a new era has begun for forever dog. New studio in Los Angeles, and I'm in it now. And a new era has begun for for, for a Double Threat, episode 101. Yep. This is the CBS FM episode. 101.1 is going to come out tomorrow, and that'll yeah. be the CBS FM episode. We'll get That's, Cousin that, Bruce. No one knows here. that reference except you and me. Yeah. <laughs> and Don K. Reed knows it, too. Host of the doo-wop shop. Well, everyone, welcome to Double Threat. We are welcome in to the Double post- Threat with your friends Tom Sharpling. That's me, and uh, your friend uh, Julie Klausner. That unfortunately is me. Oh, unfortunately, so the best. You want to hear the rest of my jersey? You want to hear my Jersey Mike story? So you left me a message, JulieKlausner.com. I left you a cry for help that went something like this. Tom, 
I ain't Jersey Mike's. I don't feel good. And then that was it. You don't have it on your phone? I don't. Good for you. I, I you wanted I, to destroy the evidence. You were trying not to you were trying to make sure I wasn't humiliated. Well, no, but I, exactly. I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm that's not who I am. I'm not uh Hey, that's not who I am. I know. That's just I, something I did. Oh, but I mean in terms of saving a message and then springing it on somebody like Oh, totally. And and I'm not the person who <laughs> ate that sub. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to be honest with you now. Yeah. This is why I was in distress. Mm-hmm. You're going to hate this. I hate this. Yeah. I ate two. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Two what? Two, Don't make me say Two it. Jersey Mike subs. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. I went to the Apple store. I went to the Genius Bar. God mm-hmm. help me. And I made a noon appointment. And I had three different geniuses pass mm. me around like a rag doll. Rag doll, daddy's little cutie, a tramp living in a movie. How is that a rock band? By the if way, if you're so, imitating Mae West in yeah. a song, it's not a rock song anymore. Do you think there were people? And I want it. We're gonna get back to this Jersey Mike story. <laughs> Do you think there were kids who were just like? My grandparents don't understand my what I'm into. I'm going to play them ragdoll, and they'll see that it's it's kind of like their music and my music together. And then, like, the grandparents just like, this doesn't sound like my music. Yeah, they're like, it still stinks. <laughs> it's like, this is terrible. I can't tell the difference. Meanwhile, the kid's just like, no, it's Aerosmith. They're doing old-timey ragdoll, daddy's little cutie. He, she goes, come on up and see me. Yeah. He literally says, come on up and see me. <laughs> then he goes into, he does Cary Grant. Yeah. George Burns. Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> then he's like, yeah, He says, Judy, Judy, Judy. That goes, was a great Aerosmith song. It went, Judy. <laughs> Ragdoll, daddy's little cutie. Come on. Ragdoll, Judy, 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 Judy. Judy, Judy. 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 <laughs> just slipping in all the old yeah yeah all the old impressions oh well look here pilgrim i hate children and i'm what else did wc field say he was like oh, oh yes oh yes i think he just Chil- said oh yes oh yeah oh, children yes. should be seen and not heard imagine if podcasts were around in that era you'd be just like Man, W.C. Fields certainly a little overexposed these days. Um, They were, and they were called radio shows. And I True. listen to one every night before I go to sleep so I can dream about comedy. The Shadow. <laughs> the Shadow scares me. You got to watch out for The Shadow because who knows what evil lurks in the heart. I mean, I don't know. Do you? Who knows? No, it's, in the, it's right in the question. Who I don't know. He's asking. Who knows? I would say I don't. Keep asking around, Chief. I'll say I don't. Also, that's two yeah. rule of threes. There has to be a third answer. Yeah, keep asking around, Chief. I don't know what evil lurks in the heart of men. So you went to the Genius Bar, and there were three. There was Bachelor Number One, Bachelor mm. Number Two, and Bachelor Number Three, and they. Mm. I don't want to say like they increasingly got worse. The first one was fine, but like 
He wasn't. Well, here, here's a spoiler alert. None of them were helpful. And they ended up sending me on my way by saying, I don't know what to tell you. And maybe try the 1-800 number because. And this is with an iPhone. Yeah, it was with an iPhone. Like having a hard time syncing my music to my to the cloud. I love that you're at the Genius Bar at the Apple Store and you were yes. ultimately told, hey, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. This is that this is the third guy. So the yeah. first guy started to help me and I'd made an appointment and I was ready. And I knew that it was gonna be, you know, you you've always said if you're at, if you find yourself at the genius bar, something has gone wrong. Something's yeah. gone terribly wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's completely true. Yeah. You may ask yourself. Boom, boom, boom. How did I get here? Yeah, you should just bring your phone. You should have brought your phone to, uh, to David a, Byrne to, to an American Utopia uh, performance matinee. Yeah, David. David. <laughs> they cut a couple. They cut a couple songs. They're like, we're running short. You could do a Q and A, or you could fix people's tablets. Yeah, we can we can help help this lady with her <laughs> with her yeah tech with issue. my cloud sync issue. Yeah. yeah. So the first guy sits with me for five minutes and he says, I'm about to go on my break. Mm-hmm. I'll find you another guy. Okay. And he doesn't. He just disappears. <laughs> so then I wave one down and the second guy was really nice, mm-hmm. but he also went on his break. And then the third guy had no mask and like fingernails that were Guinness book just, level, just way too long. Okay, and he already he started looking confused because the mm. second guy caught him up, and he was like, "What?" Like I knew he was not going to be able to help me because he was he already came into it completely boggled, mm. and mm-hmm. um, we had a really lousy interaction. And so, but by the time I left, I was so hungry because it was I was there from twelve to two. It was mm-hmm. two hours of my time. That's the lunch it's hour. Time for your break. Exactly. Yes. You were like, I'm going on break. Yeah. And then I had a nervous breakdown. Yeah. I said, I'm going on break. And then I started smashing screens. Then you said, give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> I would have eaten anything. So I, I grabbed my my phone, which I have to now enter new. Pa- They're like, who are you? Because uh-huh. they rebooted it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like log in to, uh-huh. you know, Seamless web, and I do. I like, I don't know what my password is for freaking seamless web or Grubhub. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, <laughs> and then I'm like, Jersey Mike's now because I'm so hungry. Uh huh. And then and I'm so stressed out. Then that old quantity uh, button gotcha. You're just and like, let's go. No, up. it was no, it wasn't that. I was no, it wasn't the quantity button, it was the um. Uh, what uh variety button? Because I was thinking, oh, it would be nice to have a little taste of this, a little mm-hmm. taste of that. Okay. When you you know when you order two things on a menu and you're just like, I'm just gonna like have my own little charcuterie board. I'm not gonna eat both. Yeah, but I'm going to. And when I say <laughs> I, I mean I. I do this stuff all the time, where I'll be at a place, and I'll be like, Yeah, let's just keep going with the ordering here. I'm gonna. I'm having a great time and I hate making decisions. I hate choosing. Because there's also that fear, that completely irrational, illogical fear where I'm just like, what if I'm still starving and then I'm not at the place anymore? What would I eat? It's like I'm never starving after eating one of these things. 
I don't need the second one teed up and ready to go. But I certainly don't order that way. So you got two Jersey Mike's. I got two Jersey Mike subs, and by the time they arrived, I was ravenous. Mm -hmm. And I ate one, and I didn't feel better because I was eating. (laughs) Jersey Mike's doesn't make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Usually you're hungry, you eat something, you feel better. Yeah. You're like, oh, that that took that off. That's taken care of now. Yeah, the problem is solved. Yeah, not sweating my hunger right now, but you're still just like, I'm. No, but still now hungry. I'm sweating the sa- like I'm having like <laughs> having like Sub, the, the sub sweat. I'm sweating Mike's way. Yeah, you're sweating Mike's way, which is oil and vinegar, um, Ugh, oregano, and then like really mealy your- tomatoes, stale mm-hmm. bread. Yeah, that's the Mike's way. <laughs> We also have so to mention I, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mike has long haul COVID and can't taste anything. That's why when you order Mike's way at Jersey Mike's, it's weird because he doesn't know what things taste like anymore. I also get the sense that Mike has long COVID and long nails, like the guy who was like, "Yeah, I don't know what to tell you." Mm-hmm. So, well, one of the things you could tell me is sorry. So you and not- also put your mask on. Yeah, like it no, was it was mask. masks optional. And this guy clearly was like, well, then I'm count. I'm I, and also they're so close to you when they sit next to you at those those tall tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I don't like anything that the Apple store is about now. Horrible. And the and I mean, whatever. I'm not going to complain about how bad Apple music is. It's boring. It's a really boring thing to talk about. But um. I just wanted to say something else that's extremely embarrassing after I ate the second sub. Because then I was, I didn't feel better after eating the first sub. So I ate the second sub. And that's when I called you because I didn't know what to do because my body yeah. just like, yeah, my body, my body needed to go to the genius bar. Your body. I needed to shifted. be like, my yeah. body's broken. It's not yeah. syncing up with the cloud. Okay. Uh, let's check this out here. Well, uh, have you been to Jersey Mike's uh, <laughs> recently? Yes. No, you're already being way too helpful. Yeah. Picking up looks like uh, a little too much sub in this body. Can I tell you something even more embarrassing than that story? Yes, please. I guess it's a continuation of the same story. You know when you order like something trashy and you eat it and then the next day you order it again? <laughs> yes. I, I Where you feel like Just- you're not done... This has this is still unresolved. Like we're not, we didn't get to the end of this story yet. I still have some. That was bad, but today it's gonna be good. And also, I'm gonna win. Like there was a certain amount of like me versus Jersey Mike's. Oh, I understand that all too well. And then there's also a certain amount of routine. Like I will eat the same thing for lunch every day for mm-hmm. you know a week or two sometimes, and then I'll mm-hmm. move on to something else. But mm-hmm. th- th- luckily, this did not last a week because otherwise I would be dead. The fact that I'm here yeah. to tell you this story means that it was only a two day like spree. Mm-hmm. I went on a spree. Yeah, get her. You'd be you'd be rushed to the Jersey Mike's uh, hospital, and they'd be like, get her twenty cc's of uh, oil and vinegar. <laughs> Mike's way. Get her get her on a Mike's way drip. So come to visit you. You're just laying in the room like beep. I'd be long beep. dead. And you're in there just like, Julie, are you how you're like you're like 
in that half awake, half asleep hospital. You're like watching the little TV on the arm. So like you're watching like like all my general children. general hospital or home. yeah like a soap like an old fashioned soap those those days of going to the hospital and I had plenty of them through through you know yep. visiting my mom and relatives you just go and it's just like the TV's playing and it's like live at five is mm-hmm. on the TV and it's just like hey. Oh hey, how you doing? Like, I'm just gonna swing this TV. Like, and then the TV. <laughs> sometimes you leave the TV on, like, and finally it's just like, I, I, I think I want to talk to you. Can we get the TV mm-hmm. out of here? Like, oh yeah. I think yeah. they do that to to convince people to feel better so they could get out of the hospital because they need the beds. They're like, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Oh no! I look, can't I watch I, like in my, in my home now. I have I I found it very appealing. I now have a. A three-inch television set that is swings on an arm, and you've got a remote control that's like a foot long and round at mm-hmm. the top. Yes, and it only plays a few channels badly. Um, so when you knock back this jersey, Mike's, how what was the recovery <laughs> time here? How what? how how long were you out for the down for the count? I mean, I didn't eat dinner, but but at one point at like maybe eight or nine p.m., my stomach was like a little hungry for dinner. And I told my stomach, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like mad at yeah. it. This is what you did to me. You, tr- you, I, you convinced I, me to get that second sub. I was like, I gave you, but to, to my stomach's credit, <laughs> it was like, can I have something that isn't Jersey? Mike? Yeah. Your stomach's like, no, 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 Julie, I'm just telling you, I'll eat, I'll, I'll eat all sorts of things. <laughs> You're like, we're not getting Jersey Mike's again. It's like, stomach. I put two garbage bags inside of you like you were a yeah. Rubbermaid, you know, one of the things that you'd lug yeah. out onto the street on no, Tuesday night. Julie, I'm telling you, any we could get soup or we could get a, a, a salad or something. Like, like, you better We're not getting Jersey up. Mike's again, you idiot. I was like, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you ask me for more after what I put inside yeah. of you we at 2 p.m. We, or four, whatever they Jersey just, I think they, the sandwich. The sandwiches arrived at like three or something. Yeah. And then you're like, here, now you're like, look, okay, fine, stomach. We'll get Jersey Mike's one more time. No, <laughs> so no, I, I, I don't day. want Jersey Mike's. Your stomach's like begging you. Like, For anything but. Please. And by the way, I will. Brett, can you call up green. the menu of Jersey Mike's? There's something I want to show Tom besides Mike's way. Mm-hmm. Are you aware of like their choices when you click on like veggie sub, for example? Like they have you know, underneath it there that you could choose like regular giant. And then do you know what they have like as an option underneath those choices? Brett, are you there? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. And this is Brett. This oh, is the producer hey. of, of Double Threat. Hi, Brett. Hello. And this is oh, sickening to him because he's a gourmand. He likes good food. He makes yeah. good food. He eats good food. Mm-hmm. Us talking about what Tom Sharpling has referred to in the past is as raccoon food, yeah, which is what he calls Jersey Mike. Yeah, yeah, maybe I could get the, like the severance procedure for when I have to look up your uh, fast food menus, and then I won't, uh, you know, it won't linger with me. I got the severance procedure before anybody even told me that it was bad, and I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look okay, at that! Okay, so <laughs> look at that so hot you look sub. At- look at that hot sub. You could put in that same thing 
I don't, in those letters could say, <laughs> I don't feel so good. <laughs> Where it says hot subs, I would, I would believe that image if it said, I don't feel so good. What? <laughs> Next, and what's like, inside? What's between that bread? It really does look like throw up. Oh my God. Look at Could that. Could you click on the menu, please? Okay, so scroll down, please. We should on the get menu. Some, we should Look at get the some menu. Cake. Julie, Maybe why don't you come is, out yes? here? We'll sit at this table. <laughs> we'll, put, we'll, we'll hit that catering button. <laughs> we'll get the whole thing catered. Okay, so so zoom in, please. Yeah, so. yeah we can we can treat the table the way you treat a cutting board with um yeah. olive oil, but we'll treat it with mm-hmm. um Jersey Mike's like olive and vinegar solution. Yeah, we'll just start rubbing. We'll just take a sub, turn it upside down, start rubbing it into the table so that it's in all of these mm-hmm. crevices and cracks. Brett will be here with an exacto knife trying to cut, <laughs> cut these lettuce out of the. He'll be just like, oh, man, Double Threat. It's not even the most popular show on the network. First like, of all, there's no way that's true. So no. Look, it, I don't see it here, but on. Every- Every My, network like, needs yes, go ahead. a rock thrower. Sorry? Every network needs loudmouth rock throwers that maybe are not in the number one slot, but they're number one in the hearts of everybody. And that's what I, that's the role we f- fulfill here at Forever Dog. We throw rocks. Loudmouth rocks. We throw throwers. rocks for other people to kick. Yeah. And we say kick rocks. Yeah. All right, I did not see it on that menu, but underneath the choices, it said regular hero, giant hero, and tub. Mm-hmm. tub. <laughs> I want to say that again so that you hear me, okay? Hold on. Regular hero. Yes. Giant hero. Yes. Tub. <laughs> but what is, is tub? Ordering, a tub full of hero? Somebody's clicking on tub, and it's like... It's like whatever they throw away at the end of the night, they're mm-hmm. putting all of that stuff into some kind of receptacle. Oh, a my stomach, my stomach, basically. Mm-hmm. So now, when you were eating date, the food, yes. were you singing to yourself, there goes my hero, watch it as... <laughs> Because I sing that at Jersey Mike's, I go, I go yeah. in. And when you I go, go to the bathroom, no, I go to the. I just when I take the sub and I hold it in front. I get the sandwich, unwrap it, go back up to the counter, and I go, oh yes, one more thing, and then they go, yeah, because they've seen me do it many times before, and then I go, there goes my hero. <laughs> Watch it as it, it goes. You put it in your mouth the way you sharpen a pencil; it yeah. disappears. And I make a Pac Man sound. <laughs> And then when I'm too full, I go, and I lay on the floor of the Jersey Mike's. Oh, don't do that, Tom. You'll get so sick. You'll get sicker than I was. Yeah. Day two, right? Okay. Day two. I think I'm going to win. I'm going to, um, I'm going to game this. What is that? You know, when you're like, I'm going to hack this. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to win. Hashtag Mike's hack. I order the veggie sub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to make this better. Mm-hmm. And what did you do? <laughs> well, I have these vegan cold cuts. I have like vegan cheese and I have vegan like tofurkey, you know, 
bologna and tofurkey sure. turkey. And so I take this sandwich and I open it up. <laughs> it's the way okay. kids learn how to dissect their like stuffed animals sure, when they're playing sure. doctor. Yeah, it's like build a bear now. You're I talked I, I do this to this sub. I like spread it open and then I stuff it with my own shit. So you Yes. You 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 supercharged a Jersey yes. Mike sub. Well, I said I just want the vegetables, which is you know the worst vegetables in the world. Yeah, no, you like real wilt, the shredded that shredded lettuce and those those mealy tomatoes, mealy tomatoes. Yeah, vegetables are not bread. exactly Jersey Mike's strong suit. And then, do you know what I? You know what the grand finale of what I did was? What's that? I put on a pair of gloves. I put on a pair okay. of like latex gloves. Mm-hmm. So that I wouldn't have the smell on my hands. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Julie. And then I ate it. So you put on latex gloves because you didn't want sub stink all over your hands. This is how how we're going to put this. This is how I gamed the system. Mm -hmm. By by wearing the gloves so your hands didn't have sub stink on them. (laughs) You, there's one other way to avoid getting that sub stink on your hands. Don't eat a sub. No, do it. Uh, do it. Uh, a pie, <laughs> a pie eating contest style. <laughs> Put those hands behind your back and just lean forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's so. This is my pitch for the next Saw movie. Yeah. Lights up. Jigsaw has mm-hmm. you. Chained to a bathtub. Mm-hmm. Your arms are handcuffed behind your back. Okay. In front of you is a tub, a Jersey Mike's tub. Mm-hmm. You look to your left and to your right. There's other people that are like prisoners of his. Uh-huh. He goes, you know, welcome. Do you want to play a game or whatever mm-hmm. he says? Sure. Whoever finishes this tub mm-hmm. of Jersey Mike's fixins yeah gets to die <laughs> that's the, that's the you get, reward yeah, you're, you're spared you're spared a longer uh suffering period right of like having to digest it like this is how to end mm-hmm. your own life now when you started tinkering with that that sub you weren't <laughs> worried at all of, of a brazil situation where suddenly like out of the heating duct of your apartment somebody would come crashing in saying like this is illegal you cannot tamper with the subs i mean i welcome it i think in a way i was beckoning my dark fate we should i just yeah what about this this is our pitch every episode of double threat one of us comes up with a uh a million dollar idea usually what about this? Do we do to these sub chains? Mm-hmm. We turn them like the way we, we Marvel Universe these sub chains. Jersey okay. Mike's. Subway. Like, so you have Jersey Mike's. Um, so you have a uh, guy Jimmy, like Jersey. Jimmy jo- I heard you on the best show that you went to Jimmy John's. This is yeah. a, so another have, dark. This is another dark point. Yeah. yeah. So we have Jimmy John's. And the thing Jersey is, Mike's. Jimmy John's is so bland 
There's some oh, not Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's. It'll it'll feel it'll feel as spicy coming up as it did going oh, down. Jersey Mike's. You'd think. You'd think that, that 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 somehow someone told whoever Jersey Mike was that a sub needed to be wet. Like needed to be like <laughs> really do, wet. They do make your to, sub, and at the very end, they dip it into like a a pitcher. Yeah. Like uh, what's that guy? That the guy who's the hot dog champion. Yeah. Used Joey to dip Chestnut. His... No, no, the the other the no the other hot, the other eating competitive eater, the one who would dip the buns into water and then just like suck them down like a snake that, drinking from that a straw. That wasn't Joey Chestnut. No, it wasn't Joey Chestnut. That's not his technique. Okay. So wait, what's your pitch? So that we have we're... Jersey Mike. We could we come Jones. up with a hero to be Jersey Mike. Subway get yes. Jared back, but he's neutered and chained he's, <laughs> he's in a cage and he's been neutered <laughs> we get jimmy johns we figure out that would be like some sort of southern carol like hey, hey man it's me jimmy john what's what wait, seems to be the problem here we're we're rebranding these i wait what's the what's the purpose of this to like we're gonna turn them, them, them into heroes makeover? and then make a movie like the Avengers, but starring all the sub. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fireman. What's that firehouse it's gonna, sub? It's going to be hard to get people to root for Jared, even if he's neutered and in a cage. But he's the he's like the Hannibal Lecter of the franchise now, where it's just like, yeah, of course he's an evil but piece of garbage. But people liked Hannibal. Well, they did like Jared at one point. <laughs> who, are you, who are you speaking about? Like, whoever liked Jared. Adam like Sandler. I don't remember signing off on Jared. Adam it Sandler just, put one him in day like he three was... movies. All right. And then what's so Jared, Fire? Jimmy John, and then subs? who's the third one? Firehouse. Uh, Jersey Mike. We'll get Firehouse. What is that chain, Fi- Brett? I don't know Firehouse. Yeah, Firehouse. And, and don't forget that little Quiznos creature. Remember that little Quiznos guy? Oh. Yeah. We'll get the Quiznos creature. It'll be like the Great Gazoo. Isn't Firehouse like a, isn't there, aren't they a band with like a little F? Firehose? That's Firehose. Yeah. That's the band that was the post Minutemen. Well, why don't we have them in the movie? So we'll get Mike Watt. I think we get Mike yeah, Watt get from Mike Firehose and the Minutemen in the movie, and he'll bring his thud stick. And I uh, was gonna hope that Mike Watt would flip around like that poor fish at the end of his stupid video. I would like to see fish watch Mike Watt flip around. I'd like to. Watch He's the Mike Faith Mike No More Watt guy, right? What's that? Is he the is he the Faith No More guy? No, no, that's Mike Patton. Oh, so I want to take this moment to apologize to Mike Watt. Yeah. No, Mike Watt is a guy who he lives in San Pedro out here. San, that's where the Minutemen were from. And do you know the most famous Minutemen song? What is it? I'm not a hardcore fan. Brett, can you play the beginning of Corona by yes. the Minutemen? For oh, no. Julie, and see if you can recognize what franchise has used the song Corona by the Minutemen. Is this the theme song of the coronavirus? In a way. Oh my God, that's great. I love it. Jackass. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Minutemen. That's good stuff. So we can't use that for the no, we can't. Marvel Avengers sub movie, the heroes mm-hmm. movie. 
No. It's no, we, but we'll get uh, something else. So we get the quiz. And so what do we got? We got Jersey Mike. We got Jared from Subway. Wait, we got who's going to play now. Jersey Mike? Is it like a surprise? I mean, is it I like a picture, Sopranos type of character? Or? I would think we would go get. Um, we would <laughs> we would CG in Danny Aiello. We'd get uh, we get we get uh, Andy Circus to put the the unitard on with the ping pong balls, and he'll be just like, "Hey, I'm Danny Aiello. I'm going around." It's just like like you picture like Andy Circus on like a green screen set, just kind of bringing Danny Aiello uh back to, to back to, to life. life yeah we never appreciated him while we had him no he did not get scorsese he, would never cast him it was so mean yeah still the best thing he ever did you know that song papa just wants the papa best for you. just uh papa still loves you or papa just wants you to be okay papa just wants the best for you the sequel <laughs> to papa don't preach brett can you pull up papa just wants the best for you do you know what this is brett it's a response song. It's a it's a it's an answer yeah. track. Because in the Madonna video "Papa Don't Preach," Danny Yellow Aiello played her, her dad. Father. Yeah. So then he went. Danny Aiello, maybe not the maybe not the classiest move, I would say, to be just like you put me in the video and everybody saw it. So I decided from that to do my own song and keep the thing going and <laughs> do the character on my own. It's Papa's side of the story. Papa just wants the best for you. I played this for my lady friend, Julia, and 40 seconds in, she was like, please shut this off. It's really... <laughs> It's, like, put it's back, truly put, depressing. Put back, she please. was like, she was like, this is truly depressing. Like, it's not even like a little bit funny to me. So now he's like in the same kitchen that he was in in the Papa Don't Preach video. The best part's when he sees, he thinks he sees Madonna from behind. And he's like, hey, anybody seen my daughter? She's the blonde. She's got short blonde hair. My daughter. Hey, officer, have you seen my daughter? Yeah, she's over there this getting laid. This is a picture laid. of my daughter. Yeah, you should have given her some condoms, Here pal. it is right there. Like, she's wearing the outfit oh that God, she wore. Oh, my God, they got a, a stand-in yeah. to wear it's what Madonna wore in the video from behind. And he's running, my daughter. In slow and then motion. she turns around. Stop, don't do it. What? You're not my daughter. You're wearing a striped shirt. <laughs> now he has a job where he's just in the middle of like <laughs> just swinging a sledgehammer around in the middle of just like a like a lot. He's just hitting the ground with someone, a sledgehammer. Who would pay someone to do this? Yeah. How is this hey, helping anyone? I put in a hard day's work doing the sledgehammer, boss. I, I work two hours overtime, and then they're just like, 
<laughs> just like we're not employing him. Like he just shows up with this. <laughs> the company went out of business 15 years ago. <laughs> he shows up with like every day with a, a garbage bag full of gravel. He's like, look at all the gravel I made today. Yeah. I could got my sledgehammer and my headband. <laughs> You should have seen these rocks at the beginning, the beginning yeah. of the day. They weren't as big. They now were they're big. throwing him out of Wait, a like... nightclub. Now he's hitting the he's hitting the heavy bag with, he's mad. with rage because he can't. Now find he's hugging his the heavy bag. <laughs> he's hugging the heavy bag the way Trump would hug the flag. Like it was like you ever see like the way Trump like, with that big. But... The only time I've ever seen Trump smile was when he hugged the flag. In that we, the weirdest thing you've ever seen. I would I would argue though that Danny Aiello hugging that punching bag is more satisfying because it has an arc to it because he started out mad at the punching yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah. Now he's in he was in church. Frank, <laughs> we just we just keyed it up a step. Now he's singing to the to the skyline. So where now is he, he now? He must be in New Jersey. He's mad right at it. Now. I'm in Hackensack, across from the towers. Now he's wearing a uniform for a different job. Yeah. Papa just wants the best for you. Now, do you picture this video going through Martin Scorsese's head anytime someone pitched Danny Aiello for something? I picture Robert De Niro go. Oh, look at this. Now it looks in the sky. Wait, skyline. is that the. Is the moon someone's face? That's supposed to be Madonna. My daughter! She's the moon now. <laughs> I picture for this one, we'll do a 360 spin around me. No, do it handheld. Don't you gonna lay track around me? We'll be here all night. <laughs> Dan, like, or he would show up. He'd be like, "Where's the dolly? Where's the track?" It's like, Danny. This, ah! and now an arm reaches in. A hand comes in from out of frame. Yeah. And we think it's Madonna, but it could be someone yeah. more sinister. It could be Death, Death himself. He shows up. I love him showing up and being like, "You guys aren't gonna lay track for this shot." For this. it's like Danny, this we have eight hundred dollars to do this video. <laughs> like we don't have dolly track. <laughs> Where's the honey wagon? Yeah, behind that bush. Piss in the corner, bad Danny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to you gotta yeah. go. <laughs> that you barn's go behind a noble. that van. I'll be in my changing room. Changing room. Where's the? <laughs> they'd be like, where's the honey wagon? It'd be yeah, behind that van. Where's craft services? <laughs> yeah, behind that van. Where's my dressing room? In that van. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Now, Brett. Yes. Brett, uh, 
This is for people who don't know. Well, first of all, welcome to episode 101 of Double Thread. Again, we welcome you. 101 pounds of fun. We had our our, uh, the extravaganza last weekend. It was a real, it was one for the ages. That was something else. It was, um, it was, we had, there was a point where it's like, Julie, I went and I sat with Brett in his office a couple days ago and I'm talking to him. And then my eye drifts downward to a little cubby hole on a shelf. And what's jammed in the bottom thing? All of his slider gear. His slider stuff. And I saw all of it. And it was like it was like it was like if you were at Bruce Wayne's house and suddenly you looked and you saw just like the Batman cowl just shoved in like a little a little kindergarten cubby hole. Did you did you shriek like Homer Simpson? Like, ah! I, I was then, a little starstruck, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, it's more like being maybe like the Smithsonian, and then you see like, you know, Well, then hang the suit up, you. like ha- put it on a hang, treat it with respect if it's like the mm-hmm. Smithsonian. Don't shove it in a cubby hole, you know? Let's invest in some trophy cases and put it on display, like Hard Rock Cafe, maybe. Well, Brett, there is a trophy case here. There is... Julie in the hallway at this new studio and the studio is fantastic and it's where the best show is going to be from going uh, forward in a few weeks. Um, It's a beautiful place. It's the new home of forever dog. Very exciting. It's the new home of the best show and or as we call now the West show. Ooh, I love it. There is a three like a three shelves. Yeah, there's a, a a trophy case that has three shelves and glass enclosed, in and it is completely empty. We should put Brett's sliding put, uh, his his clicky gloves, his steel toed yeah. boots, mm-hmm. and that uh, I assume it was like not real leather shirt. Um, no, that that was that was pleather. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where who care? You know, it's like the value of it is is in terms of its context and what it was used for. You know, no, a, no, I like that with, okay. it was. Not yeah. leather. I think yeah. if it were leather, then you would have been too far gone. Like I yeah. think that mm-hmm. there's still a chance to lower a rope down into mm-hmm. the well. Mm. And and last week, if you're not sure what we're talking about, we did a live stream that was a three hour spectacular that that had that that crescendoed with a a slide from our yes. producer who is obsessed yeah. with these sliders that are yes. people who. Um, mm-hmm. hang out at, uh, they work at Knott's Berry Farm and they put things on their knees. It's impossible to describe. Sorry. Oh, it's very, <laughs> I was, very I was easy trying, to, but very I'm easy to describe. I mean, yeah. they have clicky gloves, which is metal, you know, um, uh, enhanced uh, fingertip gloves. Uh, they've mm-hmm. got uh, knee pads that have some metal in them, uh, mm-hmm. steel-toed boots. They get on are, all fours mm-hmm. and they, they slide around a hard surface and yeah um and you, Brett and Brett did that and he improved with every slide. Thank you. And I want I want to say just for the record to too. It was it was nerve-wracking, but I committed. I did not do any practice slides before the live stream. Mm-hmm. So what you saw oh, wow, was okay. quite, quite literally the first three wow. attempts. Yes. And you and how are you feeling since did you did you sustain any injuries? I did not sustain any injuries. A little just, you know, old bones kind of things, fatigue. you know. Yeah, a little fatigue, little creaky, you know, Where? joints Where? here and there. Uh, in like um what what the hell are those called legs <laughs> legs knees yeah. 
yeah, the legs were a little sore, uh, elbows a little sore. Um, but you know, uh, to answer your question, uh, I'm feeling on top of the world. I mean, I've I've just been riding a high since last weekend that that doesn't look like it's going to subside anytime You've been soon. Been sliding high. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah. And also, don't slide high. Like literally, don't don't get any of that dad's grass out. Right, dad's grass. Which we love. Dad Grass, yeah. sponsor of Double Threat. It's a sponsor, right? Yes. Uh, but save it for after the slide. It's a yeah. great way to wind down. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and whole... say, no, you should have as much Dad's Grass as you need to take a slide. You know, think then... that's going to make it worse? I'm going to say do it afterwards as a, as a little I'm say do it a during. celebratory. A during. Look. I know that there's footage of that third slide on the internet brat yes but i the first one was still my favorite the first one i said to myself i laughed so hard that was so funny you'll believe i'm not laughing at you i'm not laughing at you i'm just enjoying you i'm I'm enjoying this how far do you think you slid on that first slide brett uh concern because i know it, it increased in length each time i would say conservative estimate um well with that first one it couldn't have decreased because you would have gone backwards if, if you would have, yeah, like, it was fine in first, terms of the the, the length. It was the landing that I thought was was funny. The way that <laughs> if a cat just kind of stretches out on the floor, it was really cute. I just that first slide. It reminded me of like in those Bugs Bunny things when the plane is about to crash in and he pulls the air brakes, and then yeah. it like stops right before the thing. It was like, how did it stop so? immediately like it just went like like you slid and then you just immediately stopped sliding mm. is that okay that's not what it no felt you were like. used okay. it's a, here's why it's a compliment because i get tom let me handle this i can mm. see him getting defensive let me just no no he's getting a little I'll, irked i can no tell. no i'll don't that's what i'm here for yeah. i'm here to lubricate fi- the clicky gloves thing, make sure nothing squeaks or sparks one thing we got to realize now julie going forward yeah i gotta see this guy after the show well, I'm also, he's in the next room. Like, I he know. could come in with like a skateboard or something. And just Should I be here for this? You Do you guys want to? Let me, I'm going to take myself but out. But usually we finish. Yeah, put yourself on mute, thing. Brett. Usually we finish double through. We go, great, thanks. Talk to you guys later. Slam your computer down. Yeah, I shut my laptop and then I, and then I just like yeah. put on my latex gloves and yeah. <laughs> just go to town on a Jersey yeah. sub. And then I'm Which like, is self harm. Yeah. Yes. No, it, it's a, it's a form of, it's a, a form of, uh, abuse. Um, yep. But we'll be on the show. We'll be like, Brett, you effing moron, you this, that. <laughs> and then you have to run into him on go, the way okay, to the, the, see the, the gents week, room, and the men's room. It. Now suddenly I'm just like, Brett, you effing this. You, yeah. And yeah. I got, oh, hey, man. You stupid, you stupid sack of shit. Yeah. I got to be like, now I can be like, oh, hey, man. In the hall afterwards. Great, like, that was great a fun show. One, we, huh? we sure had fun. Like, you have to write it off. Yeah. Like, we, we had some laughs. That was a fun one, right? I didn't mean anything I said. You know that's just that's just on air. You know I think you're great. Then the show next week, Brett. And then and then stupid. Brett hands you a drink and he's like, "Drink this." Yeah, and drink you're this. like, "Okay." Yeah. And he's like, "In front of me." Yeah, what? And I'll and be like, like, "What's all this sediment on the bottom of this drink?" <laughs> ah, just put it back. Just drink it. Now you can come back, Brett. Uh, okay. Um, I'm not sure what you guys were talking about, but Tom, there is this great ramen place right down the street that I was thinking mm-hmm. I'd love to show you after the show. Maybe we can go there afterwards mm-hmm. and kind of talk through everything that ramen, happened. Ramen, ramen, uh, ramen. Maybe we can make it a weekly ritual. 
Oh, that, <laughs> wait, do that again, please. I want some ramen. <laughs> well, real quick for the uh, for the for the uh, listeners and viewers at home. And by the way, most of you are probably just listening to this. But I want you to know, you can now watch every episode of Double Threat. This is very exciting. I'm watching it right now. It looks incredible. It's a it's mm-hmm. a totally enhanced experience. I mean, Julie looks great. Tom looks great. I look I look like shit, and I'm Tom in this weird too, little uh, office. What's it? But Pan's Labyrinth. They're doing Pan's Labyrinth, Wait, and you would you, if on, you get the videos, you'll be able to see this. Pan's Labyrinth goes to the library. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Go ahead, Brett. I interrupted see, I you. That drew little eyes on my hands. Look. Can you see him? Eyes on my hands. So if you want to see what's going on right now and not, not just hear it, it's very easy. You go to foreverdog.plus. Foreverdog.plus. You sign up for Foreverdog Plus. You get videos of Double Threat every week. You get ad-free uh, epi- audio of Double Threat. Uh, you're going to get some bonus content coming uh, coming up very soon. Uh, and you get every other show on Forever Dog ad-free. It's very exciting. And I'm telling you what, these videos are high quality. They look great. I'm having a blast just mm-hmm. watching it right now. I'm, I get mm-hmm. distracted. I can't even pay. I can't even. I'm, I'm forgetting what I'm yeah. supposed to do here because I'm having such a good time watching this show sure so and, it, and it's only forty three hundred dollars a month yeah it's only uh it's a second rent and that's a mm-hmm. studio in a part that's a studio apartment in manhattan mm-hmm. forty three hundred dollars a month bathroom in the hallway mm-hmm. yeah exactly uh pneumatic tube for your mail <laughs> i wish i had Sunk. a pneumatic tube Sunk. Wouldn't that be so great? Be amazing. Oh, you're in your place and you're just you're you're there and something. I could get a Jersey Mike sub. Oh. They wouldn't even need to put it in that paper. Suddenly, suddenly, I you, put my ma- I wrap my mouth around the tube. You'll you'll wrap you'll. This you'll, is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the tube down on the floor at the mm-hmm. floor level. I'm gonna lie face down on the floor, mm-hmm. so it'll just go right through my body. <laughs> you'll you'll yeah you'll be just like. At Home on Depot, the floor like a like, snake. I need to get some tubing that kind of cut, kind of like curves off to the side and then goes mm-hmm. over to my couch. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're like, "How?" And they're and they're asking me the width of the tube, and I like start measuring my own mouth. I start going, "Oh, uh, yeah, about uh, about this big." Yeah, I'd say about yay big, my mouth. Or I bring a sub with me. Yeah, you bring a sub. Stuff it into the. I'm like, I need to see more sizes, please. Do you have any PVC piping that's uh, about like sub width? Give a little bit of clearance though, because I don't want it getting stuck in there. I just double checked. It's actually only four ninety nine per month. Oh my god, that's only five dollars a month. Really? Well, that's a steal. I can't believe it. I mean, I think we made a mistake there, but it's your gain. So it's $5 a month or... You're probably you... already subscribing to some bullshit for more than no. that. You should cancel your subscription to <laughs> the stupid thing that you don't read that you're like, oh, I think mm-hmm. up to this year I'm going to learn something. You're, yeah. d- you, you're not. You're not. You're not. No, you're just no, not. You're not going to learn anything. You're not going to learn anything. Now, Julie, do you think... You know, Brett, Brett ain't thrown us a freebie on this. I literally asked him for one two days ago. <laughs> I literally came out because I realized he wasn't going to offer me. So I asked him for one. And he said, uh, I don't remember if you said yes. I think he did say yes. And then I haven't heard anything. 
Oh yeah, I'm, I'm working right. on that. I'll, we'll get you guys uh, free yeah, accounts. I don't want. I don't want. I'll pay for mine. See, there you go. I like that. I mean, we're supposed to. You're supposed to go. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was. Let's see if it gets it faster. Brett, Brett that was completely get... false. What I just said right there. I'll pay for it. You're supposed to rush in and go. No, no, no. Of course you're. You're a part of the network, and you're important. We'll get Brett's like, yeah, that's what I like. Tom, we got to keep the lights on at this new studio. I you want to be podcasting <laughs> no, in the dark next week. <laughs> I love that now. Now the fear has set in. That is the gra- best part of this. For for the last two years, Forever Dog operating budget was was ten dollars a month, and then now suddenly it's like, oh no, we have like, wait, we have to pay this rent every month. Yikes! Yes, we better step Forever it Dog's up. got rent. Forever Dog got rent. It's like the no. musical Rent. No, they it, can't say we're not going to pay our I'm, rent. You have to pay our rent. And look, am I am I one of the founding members of Forever Dog? No, I'm not. You're not one of the 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 dogs. They're called dogs. I'm not. You're one not of the one dogs. of the dogs. But was I on arguably the first Forever Dog show ever? Brett, was I? Uh, it, it was very early on, yes. And I was, it was, what was that? What was that? I was, was a that? guest on the first the do- episode. The doghouse? Was I on the first episode of Brett You were on Davis's? the first episode of Podcast for Laundry, and I still have a soundbite oh. saved where you say, uh, Forever Dog, what the fuck is Forever Dog? Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, we were in someone's apartment yeah. on oh, Atlantic Avenue. Was this the one Avenue. in Brooklyn? Yeah, we're on Atlantic oh, Avenue. I, I'm no, off- no offense, I did not like that space. No, but we're, none taken. Yeah, no, we're on Atlantic Avenue. <laughs> we didn't either. I'm over by. I, I'm just like, what I, am I'm I? I'm like g-? trying not to read the books behind someone's head because yeah. like someone's bookshelves are there, and I'm like, yeah. oh, Freud. I gotta look, I'm, I'm like, like, what oh, is this guy into? Oh, like, look, there's this, some look, psychology, there's, but then there's, there's a lot of novel. Oh, look, there's Infinite Jest. Oh wow, look, there's Easy Riders, Raging Bulls. Oh wow! Look at that. There's, uh, there's and then Bowen is trying to talk to me, and I'm like, there's, "What?" There's a uh, Dave Eggers book. Yeah. Show me your Eggers. How many Eggers yeah. you got in here? <laughs> oh, I got a heartbreaking worker, staggering genius. Yeah, I know. We all got that one. What else you got? Oh, I got some of the novels. Yeah, okay. Let. <laughs> Where's your McSweeney's? Show me all your issues of McSweeney's. <laughs> Now, yeah, the the thing with Forever Dog, I didn't know what it was at that point. At that point, it was just like, what am I coming to hang out at Magnetic Fields? And now they're doing a podcast upstairs. It was it was a complete. I was like, if it if it all ended here, it would have been worth it. It was a complete thrill. We couldn't believe it. Uh, but yeah, go back and listen to the first episode of Podcast for Laundry mm-hmm. and the last. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear Tom on both. But nothing of them. in between. And uh, yeah, a few in between. That's that's what I call the old hello goodbye. Yeah. You watch the first episode of something and you watch the last episode mm-hmm. of something. Yeah. That's the way you do it. And but now when I see what Forever Dog has become, and sure, again. A multi level marketing scheme. A multi level marketing uh, thing. So um there are yoga pants. I'm going to be selling yoga pants. You're going to be doing some Lulu. Uh, they lemon. smell like shit. <laughs> They've been in a parking lot <laughs> in Utah. I found no. I found one. 
<laughs> it's the same parking lot that Danny Aiello was breaking up rocks yeah. in. What's this rack of sweatpants? What are these? <laughs> Leotards or something? They're all over. There's a rack of them covered. They got little flowers <laughs> on them. What kind of? They got one who has kitty cats on it. One's got flowers on it. The other one's got little puppies on it. Um, now, I just want to say this. I want to say this. Is, while I'm not on the Forever Dog board of directors or any of the. No, you're not. No. I want to say this right now. And I feel like I can properly speak on behalf of everyone you're not at Forever on Dog. Mount Forever Dog more. I could speak on behalf of Brett, Brett Joe. Joe. Gary. Gary. Alex. 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 Clark. Sonny. <laughs> Sonny. Big Sonny. Little Sonny. Uh huh. Ramrod. K Dog. K K Dog. Uh, uh, the Sick F. Ronald. There's one guy just called the Sick F who is in charge of. <laughs> He's in charge of their uh, social media. He sent a really intense NDA, though, so you're not getting anything out of him. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy named Jared from Subway who's not the Jared from Subway. It's confusing. It's his nickname is Jared from Subway. He lives in the Subway. He, he is a mole person. He is a he's a chud. Um, he's called actually his name is Jared from the Subway. Yes. <laughs> and he's on the board of. Door. I am not one of these folks. Um. I will say this, though. I can't You're speak on man. behalf of all of them. For every other podcast network out there, look out. Because the dog is coming to get you. And how long will the dog come to get you? Forever. Forever! Until you have been properly chomped by the forever dog. Every other podcast network, this dog, this this dog do hunt dog to paraphrase the late great Ross Perot. <laughs> the great <laughs> Ross Perot. Remember, he was like, "This dog don't hunt." All I remember, forever is, dog. Can do I finish? Hunt. All I remember from him saying is, "Can I finish?" Can I finish? Can I? I remember Dana Carvey doing every Ross impression Perot at that point on Larry King, saying, "Larry, can I finish?" Yeah. We're out here fighting the good fight. And if you want to help us out, go to foreverdog.plus, sign up. You'll see uh, I did post the third slide, the most successful mm -hmm. slide, but the first Please two. Please post the first one. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's so do this Hello Goodbye though, style. Is, you know, Come you on. Tease them with the third one, then they got to get Forever Dog Plus to see the first I two. I want a gif of the first one. This is what I would like someone to do. Take that first slide and, and fiddle with it so that Brett keeps on sliding and then Forever? make it so he, he slides all the way across America. See if you could get him to just go like, and you just do like, like cornfields. And we see Brett just go through the cornfields to see a city streets. He covers America, basically. Brett like Boa, that part in a movie where America. you see a plane like fly across a map. Yes. Yeah. Like when you're on a, like when you're on, when you're flying and you want to check when you're just like, okay, wait, there's no more episodes? Only let me put two episodes? Like, when you're flying and you're just like, there's only two episodes of painting with John on this? Why would you put... I'm watching this now. I'm finally getting a chance to watch this now. And you put two of them up? 
fine. Let me look at the map and see where our plane is. But oh, if instead no. of the plane, it's a little Ohio. Bread. It's a little bread sliding. Oh, it's a little hell glazer. I would yeah, correct hell, you, sir. To be fair, his name is hell glazer. When he puts the gear when on he's sliding, he's hell glazer. Now, Brett, if you looked out at the at the Los Angeles night and you saw mm-hmm. you saw like a, a projected onto a cloud, like a signal, or onto a was, moon, like Danny Aiello saw in mm-hmm, that video, yeah. But it was a but it was a silhouette, yeah. of a slider, and you realize that's the Hell Glazer signal that the that uh, that uh, Eric Garcetti is saying, "I need the Hell Glazer, Hell Glazer, please help us." Then you break the trophy case, right? Yeah. He's he's holding Sandy and he goes, Daddy's got work to do. And then Sandy's like, why are you talking like that? Why does your voice get weirdly rough all of a sudden? What would Eric Garcetti need you to slide in to do, hypothetically? What could a slider do that would fix the city? That's a pretty loaded question, knowing that guy. Um, I, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I could, uh, maybe I could just like replace uh, a trash sweepers. You know, they do that. They they do the trash. Oh, sweepers. you're sliding the trash to the side. Yeah, so maybe? I get I, I get a real big running start. I do a block at a time. I get a real big running start yeah. and just slide right on the side of the street and just and I'm if, just col- collecting the trash <laughs> as if we I go attach, down. If we attach a plow to yeah. your head like a yeah. helmet mm-hmm. then you could probably plow the snow. We, Eric Adams yeah. could, could maybe use the Hell Glazer hey, I don't, signal. I don't mind being bicoastal. I'll go, I'll go wherever Hell Glazer is needed. Eric, or I, we I, could I'd put a Eric fanny Adams. pack full of like um, salt mm-hmm. on your stomach and then you open it and then you put rock salt all over the streets to melt the ice. That's I, a good idea, Tom. Do you hear yeah. that one? I love that. I think that's a fanny amazing. pack full of rock salts. We open mm-hmm. the zipper and when we <laughs> Brett yeah. slides around the avenues. Yeah. Softening the ice. I think that's perfect. And I think Brett, I think does does Eric Adams know your identity or does he just know you as Hell Glazer? I think I think I can only be known as Hellglazer. No, I, I he feel doesn't like there's, know his I feel like there'll be a conflict of interest know. things that'll develop. I, I think he only knows Hellglazer, and 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 my 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 true identity is unknown. Because he'd be like Hellglazer, this is what I need you to do: start sliding all over the place. Because I'm gonna eat some meat, <laughs> and I don't want to. Everybody thinks I'm a vegan. I want everybody. Just, they'll be busy watching Hellglazer sliding yeah, all over. I'm gonna the place. eat some barbecue. Yeah, nobody's gonna see me eat this. Hey, this turkey sandwich. This turkey leg. He's at a Renaissance <laughs> festival for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Well, this is my big. That that would be my big like uh, crisis of of conscience. You know, when I realized I've just been a decoy the entire time. Sure. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That you don't think that you're like not actually helping. Like really, this fanny pack full of rock salts didn't yeah. like defrost Seventh Avenue. And then I got to take on the powers that be. Then Hellglazer yeah. becomes, you know. Hellglazer's, the, that's the vigilante part of Hellglazer. You'll be like, Mayor Adams, you told me I was here to help. I was just a decoy the whole time. And and then Eric Adams would be like, yeah, it's July. What do you think we need? We need this road salted in July, Hellglazer? And then he'd be like, no, I actually wanted you to salt this rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, Hellglazer, we need you at Jersey Mike's. I hate when Eric Adams makes me feel dumb because he does that a lot. I like him because he's pulled rank more 
I mean, he, this guy has already pulled rank on everyone more than like all the mayors combined in like three months. He's like, Hey, I'm mayor. And that you don't like it too bad. Like he's like, he's playing that card all the time. Now go get a new that when he said, go get a better iPhone. If you're going to film police arresting people, you need to be, give them mm-hmm. space. If that's, if your phone can't capture it, go get a better iPhone. That's why when I went to the Genius Bar, it was a nightmare because everyone was lined up around the block. Yeah. They were like, oh, man, I can't wait to drop like like another $1,000 no, on one of these yeah. stupid pieces of shit where it won't even play my MP3s. Yeah. No, I love, uh, I think he is. He's great. He's the greatest. He's never, I mean, he could, we should just tell him that he's the greatest so that he can stop. We'll be like, you've accomplished everything you've done. Yeah. It's time to pass the torch because otherwise it would be unfair yeah the world is now just filled with like loud mouths like 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 every loud mouth wants to be in a position I of mean, authority yeah i cannot wait until the rock actually becomes president sure because it will just be the rock will look back and go hold on a second everyone hates me now right everyone loved me before Right. Like everyone loved me before. Right. Now everyone is mad at me. Why did I do this? And they'll he'll, then he will, then the country will become a monarchy and he'll just bequeath the country to Young Rock. Then he'll, he'll bequeath it to Young Rock. Young yes. Rock will inherit America. And then Kid Rock will inherit America. After Young Rock. In a way, he already has. I'm gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Now, one of the highlights of this 100th episode, uh, I think we have to do a a minute of post-game. Let's do a post-mortem. Yeah, we had... Right off the bat, uh, our esteemed... Speaking of post-mortem. Yeah. <laughs> boy, wow. oh boy, oh boy. That was... Brett, come back. We're going to talk about yep. John Kassir. Yep. Yeah. 30 minutes of just surreal... Uh, let's start Let's start here. Tom, what do you remember from the John Kassir interview? Um, I remember his, uh, Rob Deerdeck style, uh, uh, oh, too big baseball hat. <laughs> Speaking like, of Brazil, it was like those hats that Bob Hoskins and his yeah. compatriot wear. His hat. You ever see Rob Deerdeck wears these baseball hats that are too big? His hat was so big. It made Rob Deerdeck's hats look like the guy on Oz's hat. His hat was so big it made that hat that Pharrell wore yeah. look like a little, like a fascinator, like one of those tiny little mm-hmm. top hats you wear on a headband. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Thank you, John Cassier. Thank you, Brett. As now, it, uh, he... Well, actually, that's a bad John Cassier impression because Brett was listening. Yeah. <laughs> John Cassier. Okay, wait, keep going. I want to know what else you remember besides the hat. Oh, the hat, I remember uh, being immediately mad at him, <laughs> uh, like immediately. At what point? 
Like, give well, the me true, like a, the true I mean, the true breaking point for me was the Chucky stuff. The Chucky stuff. I was actually gonna pitch. Maybe this is too meta, but like, should we just watch it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should we just watch the John Cusier interview and I could just stop it and ask Tom? Like, do you remember this? <laughs> because I'm wondering, like, what else do you remember? I have a feeling that because I I have heard it since, mm-hmm. but I haven't. I mean, obviously, like I was doing it. So uh, we were we were we were paying attention. We were doing what we're supposed to do. We we're like interviewing the guy, except for the t- part where I ordered pizza and then actually accidentally closed out the window because. <laughs> but when you're, I was done ordering pizza, but when you're in it, wait, that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, it's just like I thought it was just tech problem. Well, I guess it was tech. Problem. No, I mean in a way it was. I was like, yeah, hey, I'm done with the ordering the pizza now, and yeah. then I closed the window, and then people in the chat were like. Julie just left. Yeah, Julie left. That's what Tom was saying, too. I was like, man, Julie left. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're like, olives. I wouldn't leave you. I would not leave you like that. I would not leave you to, to suffer fools Mushrooms. on your own. Mm, okay. What did you get on that pie? Nothing. It was plain, plain, two plain vegan slices. But when you, do you remember? Okay, so. Do you remember asking John Kassir what he likes on his pizza? Oh, and then I do remember going that. And then getting long-winded, insane then, answer yeah. about his family. And like, yeah. uh, you know, like they make pizza and they make wonderful. It was like Trump's like they make pizza. They make wonderful pizza. My like family it's important to have fresh sauce. Fresh sauce, fresh cheese. It's like, just answer the fucking question. Just say, say pepperoni. Like, what's the yeah. matter with your brain? Well, it's also a good giveaway to where the this general state of affairs when someone doing an interview asks what you like on your pizza is usually a pretty pretty good uh, bellwether of where we're at. And ter- that I was, and that was at the that was at the end, that. but the beginning. So you turned on him immediately, is what you're immediately. saying. Immediately, okay. He. It took me a minute to realize nice. he was so because I like the Philly accent. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was and then that was, great. that was super funny that you that you um. Because it's an actor thing. Like, in a way, he's looking for writers and directors to tell him what to do and be funny. So that was your direction. You were like, do the Crypt Keeper with the Philly accent. And it was great because he was listening. And then after that, it was just like, I don't even want to say a slow motion car wreck. It was a car car wreck. wreck. Like, actual car wrecks are not in slow motion because... He mentioned HBO and we were talking about how the early days of HBO were total crap because they made women take off their shirts and he was not getting that. Do you remember that at all? I I remember all of it. It's all. Yeah. Again, Chucky, that was the point where I. Yes, when he started calling me Chucky because I have red hair, which has never happened to me before. It's not like it's something I'm sensitive about just simply because it's never no one in the history of my life has had the audacity to date, to compare me to, and then call me the nickname of the doll from Child's Play. But then he also, and then he like weirdly leaned into through, it, backtracked, where he was like, "Well, no, I'm giving him like I'm roasting you, like like the crib keepers roasting you, right?" It's like, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I. I. I didn't like you being. Nobody Thank insults. Thank you. I you appreciate Julie. that. And then when did he tell us to stop interrupting him? Oh, the, that no. That's when I. That is when I. I think that 
whichever one came first is when I Which was came first, Brett. Uh, interrupting and then Chucky came first. Because <laughs> oh um, the interrupting yeah. thing, we weren't interrupting. We were just trying to get him to stop talking about his career nonstop oh, in a way that was like from the super weird and alienating, like referencing things from a time that was weird and bad for women. <laughs> and, and, and he look, was acting like we were doing a fucking documentary about him. It was like, look, I appreciate him coming on. It Not was me. Not me. Well, I'm just going to speak for myself then. Okay, speak for yourself. I'm going to speak for, this is who I speak for now. Me, Ramrod, the sick F, Jared from the subway. Ronald. Ronald. uh, Sunny, Sunny, big Sunny, little Sunny. Big Sunny, little Sunny. uh, Lilo and Stitch. They're also on the board of directors. Uh, It's like he, look, he took his time out. He came on. All the stuff, it just was like, it just didn't add up. It just was not a good fit. What were the that, highlights of that conversation for you? Oh, that it happened. That that it was happening was the highlight to me. The actual, Brett, the actual yeah. fact that it took place was Brett, the highlight. Brett, what were your favorite moments? Because you got to just sit back and read the chat and snicker like a snickerdoodle, which I did see in the corner of my eye. I was trying, when I wasn't ordering pizza, I really was trying to focus on the interview and be professional. But then I see Brett snickering. Someone in the chat was like, someone, because I think you might've gotten a little confused because someone in the chat DM'd me and they were just like, why did Julie just say she wanted uh, uh, extra, t- <laughs> extra the uh, mushrooms. So you were in the chat. You're like, I would like to order a pizza pie, please. And he's like, this is the chat. Okay. Well, no. I have a couple so. windows open on my computer. One of them is a guy calling me Chucky. And the other is somebody saying, would you like a pizza? Which window would you spend time but on? He didn't call you Chucky. The Crypt Keeper threw him. Uh-huh. It's like that's that was like that was I know that was a ventriloquist again, dummy hiding that behind was... ventriloquist dummy approach. So I had two favorite parts, um, <laughs> and the chat was certainly one of them. I mean, everybody was so funny. Which in the one? Chat. The chat? Oh, the chat for sure. And yes. I and I did. I wasn't reading it live, but I did go back. They were kind enough to put some screenshots on the Discord, and they were ex- the funniest things I've ever read in my life. Were the chat. The chat was incredible. Uh, I was barely holding Roasting it together, uh, reading him. the chat while we were on uh, the live stream. The second thing, which I did not, I did not pick up on at the time because it, it was operating. <laughs> Tom was operating at a very, very low decibel on this. Mm. Uh, but I, uh, I, I, I heard yeah. it when I was editing. Is uh, every during John's longer answers, five every, every five seconds, you hear Tom just go, "Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had my own game going. <laughs> it's like Julie. Sometimes, if you go to a if you go to an NBA game, Julie, this is what I would best equate it to. If you go and you get really good seats and you can hear what the players are saying to each other, you realize, oh, they don't even care about us watching this. They have their own game going on here that is just for them. Where they're just talking to each other, making fun of each other. 
and it has nothing to do with anything that we think the game is about. That's what that was, me doing my version of that. I was doing it for just the two of you. It was the best. And Tom, uh, as a thank you back to you for doing that, I, we have a little surprise here, which oh, no. is that um, uh, Stefan Moronko, who designed the Yeah Right shirt, has struck again. And uh-huh. right now, if you go to tpublic.com slash store slash double dash thread, you will see uh, this shirt in there right now. <laughs> You got white on black and black on white, and it says, mm-hmm, 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 that's so cool, which was another just... That was how just, Tom ended one of the Crypt Keeper stories that had gone on for God knows how long. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. 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 I know what part, Brett, you that's did not so cool. like mm-hmm. is when I confronted him for ghosting us. Oh, yeah. Brett did not like that part. <clears throat> yeah, I get between a rock and a hard place on this stuff because, I mean, you know, what you know, the kind of, you know, the sewer I have to live in when I'm booking people and I got to be, you know, just just yeah, but so... you know that he you knew he wasn't coming back at this point. It was just a matter of like he'd come back. I truly believe <laughs> he will. He'd come back. I think he'd come back. He'd be like, do a show with uh, Chucky and the oh, you and mean the other one, Julie Klausman and Tom Sharpley. <laughs> yeah. What did he? Can I we was... get? Can that be a T-shirt, please? Double yes, threat with absolutely. Julie Cl- with Tom Sharpley and Julie Klausman. Can we actually watch that part of live yes, stream? Please, yes, please. Let's watch that okay. part. That was one of my favorite parts. Nail it down with double threat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Could you just say before way, you go? Could, could you just Yo, say before you go, welcome sure. to Double Threat with Tomb Sharpling and Ghoulie <laughs> Klausner, please. Look at that hat. Tomb, tomb Sharpling <laughs> yeah. and Ghoulie Klausner. Look at Brett's face. Look at Brett's face, Tom. Sure. And Ghoulie Klausner. Klausner. Oh, I love that. And you are the cutest, most gorgeous Chucky. Yeah, that too late. I'll too see late. you now. I wouldn't fuck you for a million dollars. And titties, please check out Double Threat with Tomb Sharply. It's it's Sharpling, S-C-H-A-R-P-L-I-N-G. Tomb Sharpling and Gooly Klausman. That's it. And that's right, kiddies. Check out Double Threat with Tomb Sharpling and Gulu Klausman. But be careful what you ask for. You may get it. Perfect. Perfect. No notes. Great job, John. John, I love that I just said perfect. That's me just saying like. That's you tired. Can we please move on? All I'm picturing at that point is all these live stream people going like. Uh, what's the refund policy for <laughs> for a live stream? Just curious. Like, is there a cutoff point? When I'll take you a gift get card. I'll take an e-gift card. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody wrote, uh, bye-bye. Don't let the coffin door hit you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, look, I... But of course he I was... I had fun. But, but I'm also thinking about the Chucky thing in terms of, you know... That was the era, like late 80s, where the Crypt Keeper, Chucky, and Freddy Krueger were like these wisecracking horror archetypes. Mm-hmm. So in a way, like that's always in the front of his mind. Yeah. 
And in another way, he has no idea how to talk to women. Yeah. But the thing that's truly on the front of his mind, Julie, Mm. Mm. that enormous uh, brim on the baseball (laughs) cap is what's actually on the front of his mind. I was actually worried. I pulled back for a second. I thought I was going to get hit in the face with it right now (laughs) when he popped up on the screen. I'm like, whoa, look out with that brim. Well, buy the T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Don't you do that to me. Mm-hmm. Don't you do that. I'll know. I'll order mm-hmm. another pizza. That's so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's me being defeated when I go, That's oh, so, cool. so cool. That's me saying, like, can I go back to bed? Once. There, there was, was a, a man who, who will you sing not to not to pimp you out, but will you sing that as Dick Van Dyke? Once <laughs> there was a guy who not in front of everybody, Mom. After all, they haven't been such an awful boy, son. I never and while we're on you the back subject, or leave you ring around the bathtub, and don't I always phone you? <laughs> <laughs> like he has the singing voice that is literally his speaking voice. That's that's what people want these days. Yeah. Grace guys are going to cheer up. Put on a happy face. <laughs> did you like it when he did Wizard of Oz in 10 seconds? I mean 10 minutes. I, I mean how long Ten did minutes. that feel? I think it's still going on. It was actually longer than the actual. Someone in the chat said at one point they were just quoting him. They were like, and of course, as you know, Brad Garrett won that season of Star Surge. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, you know. Oh, no. I Oh, of course we know. Yeah, because it's. So am I up against the Crypt Keeper? What do we got? The finale. It's me, Brad Garrett, the Crypt Keeper. Charles Fleischer. Charles Fleischer. Who else was in the the? Who else was in the running? Uh, Sinbad. He beat Sinbad at one point. That is horrible. Robbery. That Highway is robbery. The, what I look. Time machine. He'll chill, kill Hitler. Fine. Mm-hmm. Warren Sinbad. Definitely. Not in front of everybody, Mom. After all, I haven't been <laughs> such an awful son. I never sass you back. Or leave a ring around the bathtub. Bath I'm always phone you. I'm an adult man saying I've, I've never, I've, <laughs> I've never left a ring around the bathtub. He's like yeah. 39. Yeah. <laughs> you heard him. You heard him. I know that's the joke. Is that he's an overgrown boy? Yeah. So. We started out with John Kassir on the 100th episode, and then we had then we our had, friend Anthony Tamanik come in and do mm-hmm. a character, and he loved that. <laughs> yeah, he was. That was. I like when he's like, Man, don't quit your day job, like immediately with that business. Yeah, my day job is comedy. I'm really good at it. Yeah. And then we had a. Then uh, what happened? A, then we had a very probing, insightful interview with Jackie Hoffman. I thought it was great. We really got a lot. No, it, there was just tech. It was riddled with tech problems, and we're we are. It was unfortunate, uh, but she'll and be it, back yeah. on the show. And at, at this some point, point, Tom was vamping, and I was eating. I'm pretty sure at this point, I was eating pizza, and you were like 
doing you were you were doing a lot of work. Yeah, we were having fun though. We were having like, a good time. Then you did a yeah. song and I did a song and then Brett mm-hmm. did a slide. Yeah. Then Brett did another slide and a slide after that. And then Death came on who gave Brett uh, a, sli- a slider expert extraordinaire. Death came on and gave Brett some advice. Yeah. Great guy. On sliding. Yeah, really good guy. We appreciate that. Max came Death. in as the Joker at one point. We had tech issues with Jackie. Brett came into frame wearing his makeup. Mm-hmm. I fell over. Yeah, there was just that point where <laughs> suddenly. Shock where I see this face come up and didn't plan on it. Jamie ran there... away. There's that point where where Brett's saying like I'm gonna go get rid of my slider costume makeup and then Max took over and then suddenly on the screen was Heath Ledger's Joker in the <laughs> nurse outfit and I was like and Jackie couldn't figure out the tech Jackie what? couldn't figure the thing out and I was just like what is this show I was like this might not be double threat. <laughs> It's like it there is are not, elements. But it is because what <laughs> no, else could it be? What else no, but, could it, but be? That, but it it is. But there are elements where I was just like, I'm confused now, and I'm one of the two hosts of this thing. I'm truly confused by this show that yeah. I am the co-architect of. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where we're going. I don't recognize core elements of it. But that's exciting. I think that's what makes it exciting is when. If the hosts of the show can just be like, I'm really confused right now. Yes. That to me is success. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that sincerely. So episode 200, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. The guy who plays Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Robert, Robert England. England. <laughs> you guys saying that at the same time is really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Robert England. Robert England. I want... um. What's his name is dead? Bella Lugosi. Well, yeah, there's a there's a song. <laughs> it's too about late to it. get him. There's literally a song <laughs> about yeah, no, Bella Lugosi not being alive. That's how I wouldn't have known. Bella, John Casir's going down to the thing with his giant baseball cap on. <laughs> John Casir's at the lids at the mall. John Casir, John Casir's at the lids at the mall. Buying an extra, extra, extra large hat. <laughs> Buying the weird novelty hat that no one, that they think no one would actually wear. John Kassir at the Lids. At Lids. I'm Hello, at Lids. welcome to Lids. What size would you like your lid? <laughs> Super size. Mm, look at all the teams. So many puns. Mm, the Baltimore Gorials. Mm, perhaps they could play a game against the, um, I don't know. I don't feel so good. <laughs> we just learned he's in his closet and he's got like four baseball caps. He's just pretending he works at Lids. <laughs> I, I was picturing him at Lids LaGuardia. and then he's just like, I got to sit down for a minute. And then like the mall... The mall medical the people come like, like they, they contact like the mall security. Just like, yo, we got someone at lids as uh, looks like they're uh, lightheaded. They're gonna pass out. I think it's the guy who plays Crypt Keeper on Tales from the Crypt. Mm, perhaps. <laughs> I thought the, you were gonna say that 
It was it was gonna be his manager who comes up and is like, "Stand up! You know you're not allowed to sit." John, how many times have we told you this? On your feet! On your feet, Chris The Gorials will play the Boston Blood Red. No, they won't. They're the, they're the Orioles. Stop telling they're the you Orioles, the Orioles, you idiot! Shut up! You keep scaring the customer. I, that's what I scare. No, you 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 want to scare people when you're doing the thing. That's fine. You don't scare customers out of lids. You scare up some profits. We're here to sell hats. No, you're gonna you, you gotta go work for two more weeks before you pay off that gigantic hat you uh, bought. <laughs> it was one of those things where if you eat at a restaurant and you can't pay, they make you wash the dishes. <laughs> yes, he's like. He, so he got a. So what you're saying? Hold on. Yes, what you're yes. saying is that he commissioned a hat from Lids. With the world's biggest brim. No, what, and what then he I'm couldn't pay is, for it. Yeah. He goes into lids. They have a hat that's a novelty hat that's just meant to draw your attention to. He went and put it on his head and then like tore the tag off it. And they're like, you bought that. You, you to, bought that you hat. And then he's off. like, I don't have my wallet on me. <laughs> it's like he ate the donut. The like big donut outside of the donut shop uh, that yes. advertised the donut shop. He climbs up on the roof of Randy's donuts and, and starts feeding donut, that donut. And then Randy makes him work there until he pays it off. <laughs> he, he's sweeping up donut crumbs in the back room. And, and, and but so the it lids, point being, like, by the time you're done, you'll hate donuts. Yeah. You work off this hat. That's but a $300 hat. I don't want it hat. anymore. I don't want it. Well, too bad. You're working here now until that hat's paid off. Fine. The Gorials. <laughs> They're not the Gorials. <laughs> you're scaring the... I'm going to scare all the customers and jump out. For, no, you're, you'll are you do nothing like that. First of all, this store is very small. There's nowhere to hide. It's basically a kiosk. <laughs> it's it's a kiosk with a door. Fine. I'm, I'll be back. I'm going to Auntie Anne's first. Then I'll be back and I'll work a full shift. Don't take a longer break than you're scheduled for, Kassir. Then you picture him in the food court sitting with your genius. Oh, that piece of who's shit also who's also on like break. Using his own knit. He's like, I don't need a spoon. He says to Chipotle, he gets a Chipotle bowl yeah. and he uses his own fingernails to like bring the beans Ugh. to his mouth. He's like, I've got, he's like, I've got 10 little scoops right here. 10 little, boy, those nails seem to come in handy, eh? Uh, yes, bowl. Tub. Black bean. Yes, rice. White rice. I'll have the vegetables. Is the guacamole extra? <laughs> he's the one person who doesn't know. Let me ask a question. Is the guacamole extra? Yeah. Because I am. Because I'm a... That guacamole looks like slime. <laughs> From a, guy, some sort of horror. The guy behind is like, that's not a question. That's not a question. All right, you're out of here. You're off the line. I just got booted from the Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I don't like your food anyway. Where's the Panda Express? Yes, I'll get the fried rice and the honey walnut shrimp and the <laughs> eggplant. 
That broccoli looks like slime. That broccoli looks like slime. Wait. All right, you're out of here. What? You can kick me off the <laughs> Panda Express line? Yeah, I own the Panda Express and the Chipotle. What are you, Rockefeller? Yeah. Oh, wow, look at you. Aren't you so important? Fine, I'll just go over here to Sabaros. They'll be happy oh, to God, have and my business. Oh, God, and Sabaros asks, yes. what's your, what, do we, what do you like on your pizza? And then he goes into his spiel. My family made pizza. <laughs> and uh, they put cheese on it and uh, sauce and uh, dough, of course. And uh, mm, that sauce looks like blood. All right, you're out of here. <laughs> Let me guess, you own... No, I just don't like you. <laughs> you own the Sabaro and the Panda Express and the Chipotle. Nope. nope. No, I don't. Nope. I don't own any of them. I just work here. I just don't want you in this line. Oh, Chucky. He calls him Chucky. Yeah. Oh, you look, that blood looks like Chucky. It's red. <laughs> he tells someone they look like Chucky and they're offended and he's like, I didn't mean it. Yeah. Then he It's gets your beat, fault like, you're offended. He like, like, ga- he like Davis gaslights in the- you into being offended that you call them yeah. Chucky. Mm. No <laughs> it seems like your thing. Mm. You punched me in the face. Now <laughs> I look like Chucky with the blood. <laughs> Put mm. that asshole in a pair of overalls. I guess turn turnabout is scare play. <laughs> oh, I don't feel good. Losing a lot of blood. <laughs> I'm looking more like Chucky with each passing moment. I mean. <laughs> Nate texted me and said that he was flirting with me. I don't believe it. Um, There was a little bit of the dipping the pigtails in the ink well. Uh-huh. <laughs> with that, in dipping the red pigtails. Yeah. Into blood. In blood. Dip them in blood. <laughs> Horror 24-7. All roads lead back to horror. (laughs) No, he was a sweetheart. He was a great guy, and we can't wait to have him back on. I will gladly have him back on. I'll have him back on, too. Um, He would... Yeah, and we appreciate everybody who checked Who's out the live stream. Wait, who checked out what? Sorry, I'm the live stream. We appreciate everybody. It was it was it it, it was a, a it was, huge success. It's great, and we are truly appreciative and flattered by all of it. And it makes us want to do more of them and do them uh, even better. Even better. Can you believe we want to do even better than we did last Is week? Is it with- possible? We'll find out. Yeah. With our live stream for episode 102 of Double Threat. Every <laughs> oh other God, week now imagine? is a live stream. No. We're here at Forever Dog Network. I'm here in the studio. It's fun. I can see Julie on a giant screen now. And Brett, do you have any anything to show us? Um, well, yeah, I got one thing for you here. I thought, in honor of episode one hundred and one, uh, we'd go back to, to to something that we that it, that kicked it all off. Uh, one back of the to first the well. Thing, I, I think maybe this is like the very first thing, one of those preview apps, one of the very first things on the feed. If you go way back, uh, is our classic segment, podcast rescue. Yes, uh, podcast rescue. 
Um, and I'm, and, you know, obviously this is, you know, you guys were pros uh, when you started this podcast, but I have to imagine over the course of a hundred episodes of Double Threat, you've you've picked up some some new uh, some new tricks and new ideas about how to be a successful podcaster. And I thought it'd be nice to to bestow some of that wisdom uh, on another podcast that might need a little bit of help. Um, and you actually mentioned multi-level marketing earlier in the episode. That's going to come back in, uh, tie into this as well, uh, because there's this podcast, um, he's actually up to about 300 episodes, so he might be pretty set in his ways, but let's see if we can give him some advice here. Uh, this podcast is called changing lives, selling knives, changing lives, selling knives. Great. And wow. it's, uh, uh, hosted by Dan Cassetta, Dan Cassetta, uh, Homer Simpson. Um, I thought you were going to say Kassir again. I'm just totally damaged. I'm traumatized. Dan Cassetta. Uh, (laughs) Tom Sharpley. (laughs) You like that he said that in the Crypt Keeper's voice. Yeah, I loved it. Tom Sharpley. (laughs) I loved all of it. It's just like Julie Klausman. Julie Klausman, Tom Sharpley. We need a t-shirt design for that. Um, Yeah. I like this, Brett, because MLMs mm. are so traditionally female. I like that mm. this is going into like a super mask, rugged direction, you know, knives and, you know, what's cooler than knives? I don't know. Nothing. Exactly. Nothing's cooler than knives. And Dan specifically works for this company called Cutco Cutlery. Cutco Cutlery, which is a, a, um, a multi-level marketing uh, knife selling company uh, that works in conjunction with... That's what you say when you're joking. You're like, Cutco Cutlery! And Cutco works in conjunction with a company called Vector Marketing. And this is a description uh, of the podcast. Uh, There's a new generation of entrepreneurs and business leaders who are positively impacting the world through lessons they first learned from a unique sales job with Cutco Cutlery and Vector Marketing. And Dan Cassetta, who is a 30-plus year veteran of the Cutco Vector business uh, and also an accomplished speaker and author, uh, hosts this podcast, and he speaks to people who have come through the Cutco Cutlery system, who have been successful at it. And it's generally sort of business and life advice from Cutco vets. This sounds I fell asleep. I don't know what you just said. (laughs) I really don't. My my brain went into just a different space. When the, you know when that happens? When there are certain oh, words there's certain that kind of like words. coax you into like whatever the opposite of paying attention is? Well, what here are words that lull me into a state of just immediately yes. tuning up. Yes. Uh, vertical. Yes, exactly. Like, like integration. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what this is. I'm shutting down. The system's shutting down now. Yeah, like, exactly. My brain is shutting down involuntarily. Yeah. Mine is like train coming toward you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. I get so bored. I'm like, I can barely hear you over this, like <laughs> the volume of like this increasing sound of like choo 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 choo. Brett, what's the what's the point of it? It's business dorks being shitty or something? It is uh uh yes, particularly people who have worked for Cutco Cutlery selling knives. Yes, um, got it. And they are, uh, Dan's going to talk to the ones that have reached the top of the pyramid. Selling lives, changing lives. Yeah, uh, changing lives, selling knives. Selling knives. knives. 
Uh, and uh, we're going to start with the with the very first episode just to give you kind of a sense of Great. what this podcast is all about. And then I've also got a, a more recent episode we can listen to, uh, okay. depending on how long uh, you can listen to this. So here we go. So some free use music, obviously. Welcome to Changing Lives, Selling Knives. I'm your host, Dan Cassetta. There's a generation of entrepreneurs and business leaders out there right now who are positively impacting the world using lessons and skills that they first learned from selling Cutco knives with Vector Marketing Corporation. This podcast was created to share inspiring stories from Cutco's most prominent alumni and current leaders. On this show, you'll meet successful entrepreneurs, best-selling authors, superstar business executives, and transformational leaders from many walks of life. All our guests will have two things in common. One, they're all changing lives today through their work and their influence. And two, they all started out selling Cutco knives when they were younger. The lessons of the Cutco Vector experience are numerous, are compelling, and are real world concepts for business and life. Through hearing real Whoa. life, oh my God, he's, hands on he's, experience, he keeps talking. Insights that can that's the first note is you've got to cut that introduction. You've yeah, got you knives, start right? Start yeah, cutting. Gotta, start cutting. You're from Cutco. Start cutting. Jeez. And that music. As if, as if you two weren't responsible for enough bad stuff in the world. Yeah. Now they got to have that edge guitar sound is, is this acceptable uh, for like for corporate free music. Um, I think it's funny that. Didn't Nancy Pelosi like read a dirty, dirty limerick this week on the floor of Congress? She read some Bono, wrote some poem or something. Yeah, it was about his stinky feet or something. I, I see these things and I just turn the other way now, where I'm just like, mm-hmm. I can't. Like I saw an article where it was like, <clears throat> here's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's most, most ignorant uh yeah. s- statements about the vaccine to date and i'm just like i'm good i I'm don't good. okay good i'm sure it's stupid and then i tried to not look and i tried not to look and then finally last night i'm like all right it kept coming up in my feet i'm like all right what is what's a stupid statement she and it's just like and i saw it i'm like yeah that's stupid yeah and I, but i but it's like what at what point do i not know these things already and i can just sail past them I wonder who who loves baseball caps more, uh, John Cassier or Lauren <laughs> Boebert? Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. So please <laughs> donate to her reelection campaign. Boo. So can we hear more of the Cutco then, Brett? Oh sure, here's some more experiences you'll gain insights that can help you in whatever it is that you do in life. Thanks for pressing play. Let's get on with today's episode. We should start um, these episodes of Double Threat with thanks for pressing play, I think. Welcome to the Changing Lives, Selling Knives podcast. There's a new generation of entrepreneurs and business leaders who are positively impacting the world through lessons they first learned from a unique sales job with Cutco Cutlery and Vector Marketing. There are CEOs. Get to the point. Get to the interview. Get to the interview. Get to the interview. Some of the biggest market disruptors. Brett, stop. I am losing.
blowing Stop. my mind. Yeah. Now this is like this is like torture, like truly like torture. This is horrible. How many, how many listens does this have? I, I would guess eight. This is one of those ones where somebody puts so much work into it, it makes the production value so I hope professional, so. but nobody cares. Or it has hundreds of thousands. It could be That's either. what I think is the case. You think it's huge. Yeah, probably. Sadly, I do. Yeah, but how many of those listens come from, like, this sounds like something that you are forced to listen to when you sign up to do Cutco Cutlery. Like, this is part of the training. Oh, my God. They, say, uh, they the, put you the in a room and they module. put those headphones on you, and then they lock the door from the outside. Yeah. Meanwhile, this guy's just racking up listens. Mm-hmm. Now, are these knives specifically for that game when you put your hand down on a table and you make the knife dance in between the your fingers? I'm really good at that too. I know I've that seen game. you seen you go. Yeah. I I'm like I'm half the time I never stab one of my fingers. <laughs> I'm like like literally half the time. Half the time you never. Never. Not even like half. The other half, yeah, I do stab my fingers. Your fingers are like but a colander. Ha- I can put some like hot spaghetti with water through them and then yeah. <laughs> There's just a fistful of spaghetti in your hands and you can't even feel the heat because you've got no. hand COVID and the hand COVID can't feel temperature. No, that's how it works. Long haul hand COVID. Um, can we hear a little bit more of this, I guess? Yeah, sure. Sales leaders, business coaches, authors, speakers. They're literally legions of great leaders who started their careers selling Cutco. Cutco has been around for 70 years now. And it sells high-end American-made kitchen products on a direct sales basis. Brett, do you own any the of these used for your to sell kitchen? Door to door back in the old days. Oh no. no, no, I wouldn't. To an appointment no, by referral basis. The company also sells a lot. Wait a minute! I need an appointment to buy a knife. Shows. Oh yeah, yeah. And has established. A I got you penciled in for four thirty. Whereby customers like realtors, lenders, builders purchase recurring gifts for their clients. Well, I, w- I want to give some advice to everyone. Um, don't make this podcast. <laughs> this is, it just, it gets no one any, it gets no one anywhere. I um, don't want to hear any more of this. <laughs> I guess I think that's when do they actually start talking about stuff? Yeah. Yeah. We're two and a half minutes in here uh, and there's no daylight in sight. Skip Um, to the part where there's not this. Jump jump forward one little bit. And then this is a final shot. Jump forward a lot. Yeah. All right. I got a 30 second skip button here. You tell me when you start hearing something that interests you. Okay. In the 1980s, no, I'm at, I'm not interested. Free. He's just For those who stick with the company. Keep for going, keep going, summer, keep going. Using some of the skills and attitudes they began developing while selling. Keep Cutco. going. You'll meet Jennifer Glucko, one of the foremost. Oh, wait, stop. Jennifer Glucko. Jennifer Glucko. A financial advisor who is oh, impacting keep going. large numbers of. You'll May your sister John share a bunk bed one with Jennifer Glucko. Who is now the founder and CEO of the largest business gifting company in North America. All right, America. stop, please. This is just fraud. Uh, like in terms of uh, not not the company, but the, the as a podcast, this is just like a, a like a weird like an hustle. Commercial or like one of those yeah, industrial like things that 
like a training video that you show someone that you hired that yeah part of your orientation although i am excited about meeting jennifer glucko (laughs) (laughs) all right I do have a slightly newer episode. I mean, to be fair, this was his first episode. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's move on. Let's see what he's learned. Let's Let's see what he's learned since the first episode. All right. So this is episode 310. Um, What? (laughs) Tom, did you hear that? He's recorded 310 episodes of this thing. He's up to 310. Yeah, three ten, and this is. Uh, I actually haven't listened to this one yet, but the the description was compelling to me. So let's see what this is. Um, uh, today's guest. Uh, th- so the guest on three ten is a guy named Ethan Campbell, and Ethan Campbell won the Silver Cup as the number one new district manager in the Cutco Vector Marketing Sales Organization in twenty twenty one. As the he's also a legacy as the son of Hall of Fame division manager Stacy Campbell, Ethan grew up with Cutco. He was vector trained from birth and can provide a truly unique perspective on what it's like to grow up in a from vector birth. family. Come on, they used a Cutco knife to cut his umbilical cord. I, that always drives me nuts when people when people apply their entire age to a thing where they're just like, I've been single for. I've been single for 34 years, and I'm, it's time I find love. It's like, oh, you were single when you were two. You were looking for love when you were two, and you finally had enough of now it's time for you to get serious about getting a relationship. It's like, no, you got to start that when you would get – when you'd be of relationship age. I've been single for 35 years, and it's time I find somebody. <laughs> My name is Stacy Campbell. I'm the Lone Star Division Manager oh, with Cutco man named Stacy, and a member of the company's Hall of Fame. But I'm even more proud to be the father of Ethan Campbell, one okay. of my three sons I'm blessed to have, and the 2021 New District Manager Silver Cup National Championship wow. winner. In the name of love! In my 30-year yeah. career with Vector Marketing. But Ethan's personal accomplishments in 2021 ranks at the top of that list. Ethan grew up with the Cutco business. And I still haven't found the knife that I'm looking for. Truly unique perspective on what it's like to grow up in a Vector family. Top three, top three male Stacys. Keach. Uh, Stacy Keach. Stacy King. Chicago Bulls. Okay. And then, and then Cutco uh, superstar Stacy Campbell, and his three sons. That's one of Ernie that's and, really um, cool. When I think of growing up with Cutco, I think Ethan. of a lot of stuff. I think of a lot of different company culture things that stand out the most. But yeah. probably the the thing that stands out to me is my first major memory of Vector at all. I was maybe five or six. I don't even really remember it. It's kind of a vague memory because I was so young. And it was at a year end <laughs> banquet, I'm pretty sure. But I remember it's kind of a fake memory. I was five and he was maybe eight or something. I have an older brother who's three years older and a younger brother, three years younger than me. And talk uh, about the, the knives. Banquet, the nicest person in the whole room, the nicest man in the whole room, walked across the room and held a knife to, to my throat. Just started talking yeah. to us, two little kids, about basketball. And he was talking to us, and that was our sport. That's what we loved. He told us about how good the Spurs were. And back then the Spurs were really good too, winning championships and everything. (laughs) And what I remember though, is having us guess who his uh, favorite basketball team was. And just the only clue he gave us was they were really bad. And all I knew about basketball was what I knew from video games. The Knicks, Knicks, right? The Sacramento Kings. And he Uh was so impressed that I guessed that he was upset that it was them, that they were the bad team. 
and uh, they had no idea. In the room, walked across, talked to two kids, and that was the president of our company. That was Bruce Goodman, and I think wow. of things like that when I think of growing up with Cutco. I think of the people who were above. Then we were playing basketball, and then Dan Cassetta like showed up and like stabbed said, our family. basketball <laughs> with one of the Cutco knives, popped it right on the court. We used to play basketball with knives. We didn't have balls. We would just throw yeah. knives through the hoop. It's called knife skit ball. <laughs> <laughs> we used to play knife skit ball. We play knife skit ball, and whoever's knife would cut the net would yeah. win. Knife skit ball is a little different than basketball. Uh, there's no basketball. There's only knives. There's no rim. It's just knives. There's no court. It's just a a <laughs> conference room. And uh, knives, and you shut the lights out, and you start swinging your knife around. And uh, do you think that yeah. they went on a company retreat to see Knives Out when it came out in theaters? I think they did. I think whenever they see Radiohead, they scream out for the song "Knives Out." Um, their favorite character in uh, Scott Pilgrim is Knives. Um, What's the name of Jamie Foxx's character in that movie with Kevin Spacey, Baby Driver? Didn't he have um, a silly name? He did have a silly name. Hey, Brett. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. His name wasn't Knives, but it was like... Oh, I'm so close. I'm almost there. Come on. You oh, can do oh it. Oh, my God. You can do it. All right. IMDb. IMDb. It's IMDb, right? It's a... Yeah, it would be IMDb. Okay. <laughs> it's I am hungry, first of all, at this point yeah. in the recording. That's what I'm going yeah. to. Bats. It was bats. It was bats, not knives. Mm-hmm. What would you take, a bat or a knife for a fight? <laughs> to Kevin Spacey's head. If you had to fight Kevin Spacey, would you take a bat or a knife? He takes the other one. Oh, okay. I'm definitely taking a bat. Yeah, of course. You take a bat. You don't miss. You don't miss. And you got, you got more range with it. I would become a representative for like Cutco bats. I would sell bats instead of mm-hmm. knives. Batco. Mm, bats yeah. <laughs> flying in from the belfry mm, in the haunted house of <laughs> horror, horror that I in ghouls and mon- monsters of all sorts, ghosts, creatures from black lagoons, ghouly clowsmen, ghouly clowsmans, tomb sharp, please. <laughs> Brett Booham. Brett Booham. Get it? <laughs> He's a gold ghoul. He says so boo. Funny, so <laughs> Look. What? The worst part about working at this lids is <laughs> they don't have a dedicated, they don't have a private restroom. I have to go to the Lead bathroom with in the, the mall. positive. What's the best part? This is the Keeper's manager is like the guy on that podcast. He's like, we like to lead with the positive here at Lids. Hi. Welcome to the Lids podcast. I'm, I'm Dan Steve Cassetta, Lidman, CEO of uh, of Lids. Today's episode, we have an interview with one of our more uh, esteemed employees, John Kassir. You might know John was in. Three Guys Naked from the Waist Down on Broadway in the late 80s. It was a show. He was repped by the Gersh Agency at that point, and he had uh, did that, and he auditioned. He was he was doing stand-up in New York City around that time. And 
Somebody said, put together five minutes and show that you can do stand-up. And next thing he's on Brody, he never set out to be a voice actor. And interesting thing about John Kassir, the, uh, his family made pizza. <laughs> and they used fresh ingredients for the pizza. Fresh sauce, fresh cheese. Uh, we can assume the dough was fresh as well. And uh, so many fascinating things. So let's see. Let's go to our interview with John Kassir here on the Lids cast. Hello, it's exciting to be <laughs> You look here. like a pile of <laughs> shit. I'm going to call you shit pile. <laughs> oh, I, but I didn't mean it. You're the prettiest shit pile I ever saw. That was the Crypt Keeper talking. <laughs> I didn't say it. That was Crypt Keeper. I didn't, I didn't steal those hats. Yes, I'll get a, a plain pretzel <laughs> and one with cinnamon on it, please. Uh, this, yes, the name's John. I'll meet you. At Unless the end of I the insult line. you, in which case it's under Crypt Keeper. Keeper. Yeah. Hey, Could look you at you. Where the bolts in your neck, Frankenstein? <laughs> Can't see the bolts Go get your pretzel somewhere else. Go to Cinnabon, you piece of shit. He's talking to me, Brad, Brad Garrett, because I beat him on Star Search. <laughs> he always implies I'm Frankenstein and have bolts in my neck. That wasn't me. Mm, Sinbad. He's not fit to wash Sinbad's jock. No, he's not. He's Sinbad, not fit to wash Sinbad Sinbad's rules. lids. Sinbad comes into uh, Lids looking for a Oklahoma City Thunder hat. Hmm. I remember you. You beat me on Star Search. No, yeah. I beat you on Star Search. Now you'll get no employee discount. Five percent. On five percent on. He adds five percent. I get five percent off any lid. Any lid. Except for the one I'm wearing. <laughs> that one is list it's price. Not for sale. No, he's wearing his giant hat. A giant Sorry, hat. there's a siren going off yeah. in the background. Did you know I live across the street from a fire engine, from I a did. fire station? From a firehouse subs. Yeah. I keep, I keep demanding, I keep calling 911 and asking them to bring me a sandwich. So... You guys have any final words of advice for Dan Castaneda? He's 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 uh in, into yeah. the three hundreds now. What can Dan do to optimize uh, his? I'd like uh, to knives hear more podcast? about what the knives do. Like I'd like mm -hmm. to be treated like a, a customer in a little in a way, like to yeah. kind of give me maybe some role play. Like you're the customer, and I'm gonna talk you through what our knives do, mm. why you want to buy them. I'd like to hear some more like chopping sound effects. Sure, you want that. My my advice is a little more streamlined. I would say he should take one of his knives and stab his uh, <laughs> microphone and headphones and just keep chopping away. Really test the strength of those knives on his laptop. Any recording equipment he has, the, he should take a knife to it. 
All right. Well, there you go, Dan. Your podcast has been rescued. Use this advice as you will. I also like to say thank you to listener Dirk for alerting me to the existence of changing lives. Yeah, thanks, knives. Dirk. The knife yeah, we cast. Really appreciate it. Yeah. What's going on with Dirk? He's finding knife cast podcast. And I will say, Dirk, uh, sometimes a lot of times listeners will send me like a long, like an explanation of the clip, which is great because I have some context for it. Dirk just sent me a, a link to changing <laughs> lives, selling knives, and, and then he just wrote, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm concerned about this for a few reasons, Brett. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Dirk. <laughs> I might have just been an instrument of the Cutco cutlery. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, I, think, no. I think Dirk is spam. I think you got spammed. Yeah. I think the Russians yeah. are probably hacking your computer right now. The Russians might hack into the Forever Dog studio. And then mm-hmm. yeah, what are you going to do? Then it's all over, baby. <sighs> roll The dog learned how to roll over yeah. for Putin? That's the last thing I need. I got enough enough trouble, enough yeah. problems on my hand. Yeah. Should we should we hit it? Let's that hit it. That was a heck of a show. That was a fun one. Double threats back, heading into the triple digits. Episode we... 101 in the books. What were you going to we... say, Brett? I heard you start to say something. Oh, no, I'll just do a little rundown of all the stuff. You know, you follow us on uh, at Double Threat Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We post a lot of fun clips up there. Uh, you can join our Discord. The chat is just going just going wild over on Discord. People have a lot of fun talking about the live stream, talking about everything, uh, talking mm-hmm. about movies they're watching, TV shows they're watching. Just a fun place to hang out for Double Threat listeners. Uh, to get that new T-shirt... Uh, plus all of our classic T-shirts. Go to tpublic.com slash store slash double dash threat uh, or just click on the link in the show notes. And last but not least, uh, most importantly right now, if you want more out of Double Threat, you want to get the full Double Threat experience, please sign up for Forever Dog Plus. It's only $5 a month. You'll get video episodes. You'll get ad-free episodes. you get bonus content. You'll get a lot of great stuff. And that's at foreverdog.plus. Yes. Thank you, guys. And... Um, if you're in New York, I added a show at Joe's Pub. So April 8th at 7 p.m., Friday, April 8th, if you are around, go to joespub.com and buy oh tickets. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That is your third New York show? That's the third Joe's Pub show, but it's the fifth New York the, show. Oh, my, the fifth New York show. Yes, indeed. This is, you're heading into, you're heading into, uh, like, uh, like you're the new Billy the Joel. Timer, I'm the, yes, I am the new Billy Joel I'm in the five timers club, like on SNL. I want to get one of those mm-hmm. jackets. I want to mm-hmm. be in a skit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to get COVID from Heidi Gardner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. And we'll, we'll see be you back next week. Next week. Bye bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.